Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, you are a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Okay. He's a friend closer than a brother. Show sure enough. Yes. Sure enough. Yes. Sure enough. Two All friends. Right. Two All right, friends. you got a friend like Jesus. Oh, yeah. What yeah it ain't just all right. It's great when you got a friend. You see, you know, regular <laughs> friends come and go. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to sound like the old preachers now. These regular friends come and go. That's right. But nobody a whole year in the late hour, like. Geez. Amen. Hey, well, I usually I usually have news today, but uh, my news today, uh, I'm quite sure you all know by now. Uh, Evangelist Pope is not on the airways today because she suffered a a, a great tragedy. Um, she lost yeah. her grandson, uh, and he's very young. He was only about you know 20 years old. And uh, and left home and left behind a two year old daughter, but you know more than that, we we still dealing with the same senseless violence that takes out our young black youth yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, you know. So I I asked I asked the question, and we constantly ask the question. I'm going to ask you all: Where and how does it end? My Lord. Um, That's a good question. One thing, one thing, um, Minister Tugger, this is Bishop McCray. I think we got too many guns into our young black community here. And um, these kids now, when I was coming up, it was very hard to get your hand up, up on a gun. But Today, you know, they are all in the community and and floating around. Kid can get upset and just go tell his buddy and someone to sell him a gun. Hey, we need to just get get tight on that, that Second Amendment. You know, we got a right to bear arms, but we got to put put it a little bit under control. And I think some of it will start yeah, in but- there. Well, we do. Yeah, you're right. You do. We knew to do control, but here's here's the crux of the problem. The crux of the problem is this: we have a social mindset in our communities that we they call it thug life. And if they didn't have guns, they would do it another way. See, the gun in and of itself is not the problem. We need to deal with the assault, but it's the mindset that is bred in our community of violence. And it come out of the thug mindset, and we have a culture that's called the hip hop culture. Nobody want to talk about it, but but ninety five percent of all these rappers rap about violence. So this generation mm-hmm. is a violent generation, which we got to start dealing with. Why do they think like that? And then on top of that, we got this thing also tied to thug life with the drug retail market in our community that breeds that gangster mindset. I'm hard, I'm a thug, and I'll kill you. And if you know this, it don't go on in a white folk neighborhood at this level. So that tells you there's some socialization going on here. There's some socialization going on. Why the church and the prayer meeting? I got to throw that in And I don't want to come out of it. But I'm going to get off that soapbox off and start preaching. I want to start preaching. Well, let me look at it. Uh, Well, take a look at it from this level. You know, I look at the broad scope of everything, and I and I look at myself, and I and each of you, 
think about the person in your life or a person that you dislike the most. And now, no, now we can just come out the spirit for a minute and admit that there's some people out here that we really don't like. <laughs> yeah, amen. Amen. You know, take that mm-hmm. person that you really don't like the most, and 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 be selfish enough to want to them away from this world. But no matter <laughs> how much we dis, no matter how much we dislike this person, there's somebody that loves them. There's somebody that's, that's depending on them. Somebody, you know, there's somebody that that wants to see them come home in the evening. Amen. You know, there's some that they are, you know, there's there's somebody that they are, you know, that's responsible for them, and, and there's somebody that they are they are responsible too. So look at it from that aspect. Okay, now, am I so selfish to make it so much about me not liking this person that I'm gonna take this person? My yeah. Lord. From their little mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you got beef with them. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? You know, we used to fight, and we used to fight. We used to uh-huh. fight. We used to fight, and that was it. But this generation is being socially bred and something else where what Minister Derek said, that they don't care. Yeah. They don't, they're not thinking about that. They don't empathize like that. I'm just going to kill you. I'm going to shoot you because we got you beef. Know, I, don't I like say it all the time. I say it all the time, and I wish there was a way they could do it. That these people that's killing these people, the murderers, I would like for them to sit, take a seat at the funeral. Yes, yes. Just take a seat at the funeral. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, take a front row seat at the funeral so you can see, you can see all the people that you hurt. So much heart and heartache. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Show sure up. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we take you, you know, okay, before we finish you or, or before we take you to get your fingerprints or, sure enough, you know, in sure a few enough. days, we, we want you, we want, right. we, we want to take you to the phone. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We're going to sit around you, folks. If they know yeah. who you are, they yeah, won't yeah. be what I'm saying. But. I was just going to say that you put yeah. the house on my arm security now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, I want you to sit on the front row so you can see this child that you just took his daddy from. I want you to see this girlfriend or this wife. I want you to see his mother. I want you to see his cousins and his aunts that are all hurt because of your selfishness. My yep. Lord, my Lord, that's right. And your lack of regard, your lack of regard for human life. Then take you to jail and let you sit there for life and think about it. Yeah, and 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 in some cases they don't need to get life; they need to have the death penalty, because God is the author yeah. of the death penalty. And sometimes we don't like that, but it's in the book. God is the author of the yeah. death penalty. When you just premeditate right. to kill somebody, He's the author of that. Right. And sometimes we Christians yeah. think that everybody in the world is under grace, and the Bible doesn't teach that. We're under grace. He's offered grace to the world, but the whole world is under the law. That's right. Theologically. Okay. Okay. Theologically, yes, yes, yes. The great theologian. <laughs> yeah. The great theologian. Yeah, they don't need the death penalty. They need the, they need the death penalty, and they, they put it on TV and, and every other social media. Let them see when you just outright kill somebody just because of your selfishness, mm-hmm. and you just do this, especially if you're over 18, because you can be a mm-hmm. teenager, 
and you, your mind ain't developed yet. You over eighteen, you you can cognitively think. You 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 know what you was doing because you got mad. You need to pay the penalty for that. But see, we don't want to talk about that in church because we think you know that that's something wrong with that. Well, there may be some uh, uh, redeeming qualities. Yeah, it'll be redeemed, but it'll be redeemed before he get in that chair. Because once you got you got so many consequences for your decision. But we don't like to talk like that. We don't. We don't like saying that for an hour. Somewhere say an hour for an hour, two for two. But you know, we don't. I just want, you know, I, I wish people could think about that, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's amen. some people, and, 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 you know, and you're, you're hurting, and, and really when you do that, you'll run the risk of hurting generations. Amen, amen. You're hurting generations, you know, you, so, I mean, it's a lot to think about, but once again, we'll keep our evangelist globing. Hope in our prayers and Amen. Right now we're just saying keep your head up. Kirk Franklin, y'all. Amen. Amen. All my brothers standing on the front line. Trying to provide for your family. All my sisters raising those babies by yourself. This one's for you. God sees you.
you know that things have got to change, hey. That nothing goes without a little rain, hey. That no matter what they tell you, God is waiting and he's listening on the back of it, it's better, say. If you bless to have healthy kids, say. If you bless to have a place to live, say. Stop chasing after everything you see, may not have everything you want, but you got everything you need, whoa. I don't know. 
Uh-huh. How we've been the hill and back, and you know, how we just been you know tossed around, and how people that used and abused us. Now, think about it, Bishop. What if we really look like all that stuff we've been through? My Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. we'll be What if you can really? What if you can really look at our face and say, "Ooh, my Lord." Thank God for Jesus. Look, and they look at you and say, mm, I, I see, I see, I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see. Woo! I see. I mean, think about it. You look at your worst experience that you had during your lifetime, mm-hmm. and then look yourself in the mirror My and say, Lord. Do you really look like that mess you went through? Jesus. Mm. That's going to hit somebody right down the road. That's going to hit somebody yeah. right down the road tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I look at my ordeal. I look at. Right. And then mm-hmm. say, so you still, after all that, you still got a right that's to give him praise. Ah, oh, that's all right. Mm. Praise God. He's going to break you too. Don't. Uh, like, pure gold. Don't take off running yet. We ain't off there yet. Don't take off running yet. Don't don't run yet. <laughs> Don't, don't do it. I mean, think about it. You look at your worst ordeal, your worst yeah. trial, your worst trip up to this point. Mm-hmm. And then you look at how some other people are going through the same thing you did, and they done lost their mind. My Lord, my Lord. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You have to remember they done lost their mind. what God brought you through. Yeah, you have to remember what he brought you through. You know, yes, thank you for know. his goodness. His mercy, his grace, you yeah. know, I think about him in times where he should have struck me down right where I stood, but he still saw fit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They keep on blessing me. You know, I kind of I look back at all the stuff he, he's allowed me to have, all the stuff he's blessed me with. And, and if we really just want to be truthful about it, how much of it did we really deserve? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. See, I ain't gonna start in the day. I ain't gonna start in the day. It's it's time for the gospel corner. It's time for the gospel corner. We got Jason Nelson coming up with Dominion, and after that, we're giving it, we're turning it over to Bishop Arcus and Prophetess McCray. Jason Nelson, Dominion.
Praise God, praise God. This is Bishop Herbert McCray. Um, I just want to send out a quick reminder to our own uh, Evangelist Globy. As you all know, she's going through a hard trial right now, and I'm just hoping I can say something today that will strengthen the family. And Globy, hang on in there. God will heal that wound also. Yes. Praise God. I'm going to be talking today about building stepping stones in your faith. That's building stepping stones in your faith. Now, I'm not going to get into explaining what faith is because time won't permit me, but I would just want to remind you all that the Bible says we all have a measure of faith. Whether you know it or not, you got faith in you, and sometimes we don't realize how we operate in it. But the Bible also says uh, man days are few, and they are full of trouble, meaning trials and tribulation. And it also tells us there will come a time when we're going to have to step out in faith. Thank God for faith because there are so many trials and tribulations that we got to go through. And sometimes we're going to have to step out in faith. And what I'm saying is, knowing that we got to go through these sometimes fiery trials, and when we step out in faith, there can be a lesson learned in this journey of faith. We can go through trials a step out in faith in Jesus' name, and when we come through, we can take that experience and turn it into a stepping stone. You know, you hear the word say, building up your faith. Well, through the trials, you can build a stepping stone in that trial. And that's what I hope the Pope family do through this hard time that they build a stone in this trial so that we'll be they'll be able to help someone else. Now it goes back to say, well, how do we build stepping stones in our faith? Glory, hallelujah. I tell you, is you build them through the Holy Ghost of reminder, the Holy Ghost portion of reminder. You see, the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, is a teacher. That's good. It is also a comforter. And it also says the Holy Ghost is a Reminder. 
That is very, very important. It brings things back to your remembrance. And that is great that we tap into that section and dig into reminder because the Bible says how soon men forget. How soon they forget. And sometimes when we have to step out and go through a trial, and when we step out in Jesus' name, and when we go through the trial, and when we come out, and when we hear and know that we know that we know it was God who brought us through. You see, there's going to be times that we're going to have to step out and go through some things that seems and going to be hard. Doctors might tell you, uh, there's nothing I can do. Finances, foreclosures, repossession might tell you you're going to lose that. But when you put it in the hands of Jesus, and you go through it, and you come out of that hospital feeling well. You come out of that financial situation, everything clear. You know that you know that you know that it was Jesus who brought you through. Then what you do is don't just praise God and forget about it next three or four days. Write it down. Write it down. Write it in your Bible. Write it on a tablet that you know God brought you through. Turn that into a stepping stone because you never know when you have to go through it again or you can guide somebody else through it. See, when you know it's a stepping stone, you say, oh, I already done been through that. And I know God delivered me, and if he did it one time, he'll do it again. You build up that faith through the trials and tribulation of reminder. And sometimes when you're by yourself, you can look and remind yourself of what things God have brought you through. Just read back up. And the Holy Ghost will sometimes tell you things that have brought you through. Let me give you an example because time is running. You know, the Bible said when God brought the Israelites out, he brought them out with a mighty hand, and he gave them a stone to step on. It was seven plagues when he brought them out that he put upon the Egyptians. And when they got out and they began to shout and praise God, but later on they looked and they saw Pharaoh's army coming, and they began to mumble and grumble. And they begin to talk against the man of God and say all manner of things against God. They had forgot just that quick how good God had brought them out. They seen with their eyes. It was only two that reminded themselves. And when God destroyed the army of Pharaoh, they got on the other side. And God told them, say, Tell this to your children, and tell it to your children, children, and do not forget 
how I brought you out with a mighty hand. Do not forget, because you might have to go through this trial again, because man days are full of trouble. And if you're going to forget everything that God has done for you and do for you, then you're going to find yourself on weedy face. But when you go through and know it was God who brought you through, then you turn that trial into a stone. Then you will be able to stand. When they come again, you'll be able to walk and walk because you know that you know that you know that God is with you. You all pray my strength, and, and I pray that one day that Globy will be able to use this here to strengthen somebody else, the trial that she's going through. I know the devil meant it for her harm, but if God could turn that into her good. You all keep looking up and keep hanging in there, Globy. Miss you.
I've been. 